The following podcast has been recorded live for your audio pleasure. It is rated M for Mexican. Well, hello everyone and welcome to another episode of Mexi Mind Matters. I know you missed your host with the most Mexican. Oh, I apologize for being off for two weeks, but we had some races to run. We had important shit to do. So, we're back. Now, you were forewarned. Mexi was going on a birthday trip. He was going to run some races. I'm sure you're all excited to hear about it on today's last episode of September. September 30th. We're in fall. Welcome to the best season on the planet. Oh, yes. Glorious fall. Oh, everything's about to be getting more exciting. So I'm sure you're anticipating. How did Mexico's trip go? Oh, well, yes. All the races were done. We even threw in some ultras in there. Yeah, it was great. Excellent. And it has led me, because of course, if we were off for two weeks, we had time to think about what we were going to talk about when we got back. It had me thinking about the five worst states in the U.S. And so just kind of to recap the trip. Most of our time was spent for the first week or so in uh, Wyoming, South Dakota, uh, back to Wyoming, down to Colorado, then across to like Utah, Idaho, uh, California, and then topped it off back to the East Coast with Wisconsin and Illinois and back to Ohio. So, for those of you that did not know, actually, I think I only remember who my previous five worst states were. Well, no, that's not true. I do do kind of remember because I do believe both these, um, both these states were in the conversation. So... A lot of things blew my mind on the trip, uh, starting first and foremost with rest areas in the in the western states are just like like they have such glorious welcome centers. Like when we landed in Denver, because we had direct flights initially to Denver then drove up to Cheyenne one we had no idea that Cheyenne was actually at a higher altitude than Denver you always hear the mile high city and you always think oh yeah 5200 feet you think it's the highest point highest city in the area it's actually not Cheyenne's like a little over 6,000 feet and uh 
you you also think that Denver is like in the mountains. It's yes, it's up a mile high, but the mountains it's actually the doorway to the mountains you have to travel further west northwest southwest from denver to actually go into the mountains which is what we did we actually went to breckenridge one time and uh to see a troll snapped some pictures of the troll and also ate at their local flip side which that's going to lead me to another point but we'll talk about that in a, in a bit anywho so yeah, baffled me that Cheyenne was at 6,000 feet. But anyways, the list had, if I remember correctly, my previous list of five worst states in the U.S. had definitely Wyoming and South Dakota in there with, um, with uh, Wisconsin, Nebraska, and I believe, if I'm not mistaken, Arkansas was the last one in there. No particular order, it's just the five worst states. Well, with the whole pandemic and the last couple of years of racing and going, taking it up an extra notch with the uh, with the Kobe Challenge and then uh, reaching titanium level multiple times and... Uh, still being able to travel and visit different states and going around the uh, doing another round of 50 states which I, if I'm not mistaken that is coming to uh, fruition end of October I think I don't know if we're counting DC because DC is technically not a state but yeah so my point being with all this extra visiting we have had time to experience the culture of these states more and with the wife wanting to tag along well we've been able to do more interesting things so I'm proud to say that Wyoming and South Dakota have officially been bumped out of the five worst state lists. So there's that. And like I said, Wyoming's welcome centers were were huge. Cheyenne in itself, if it weren't in elevation and around nothing, it's not a bad place to live. The other thing that baffled us was that for it being Bumfuck nowhere Like going from place to place in Wyoming It's just like there's nothing there Ranches Open terrain A lot of pronghorns Which I guess is a form of antelope Wyoming is the biggest um, The biggest place Of uh, you know the place where the most Pronghorns exist In North America apparently uh, we saw a few crossing the street. I had to actually slam on the brakes on our way to South Dakota. But yeah, so and, and then Cheyenne had this thing where they were putting up cowboy boots, like little statuesque cowboy boots around town um, for 
you know, 19 cowboy boots signifying different things that have happened around the state, around the world, and see the Wyoming in the West, whatever have you. So like, oh, that's cool. Let's let's see as many as we can. And you know, while we're out, out here running, let's just see as many as we can. So we actually, I think we saw about, we were able to like run around and get like eight. Because eight or nine, I believe, there's a few of them that are out, a little bit outside Cheyenne. There's one actually in the airport, which we didn't fly into Cheyenne. So I'm not going to go into the airport and park just to see it. But yeah, um, that was cool. South Dakota, same thing. Welcome to South Dakota. Pretty great. Now... The first thing I wanted to know, this reminded me of when I went to Arkansas and asked the mayor, Boonville. Yes, Mexi's met quite a few important people and keeps in touch with a lot of mayors around the towns of where he's gone. I remember when, when I, I, I still have the photo, if anybody doesn't believe me. The mayor of Boonville, Arkansas, congratulated me upon finishing the race. But anywho, it reminded me of that time back in 2015 when I met him. I got there and a pretty nice welcome center in South Dakota. Um, the thing that baffled me is that I know we were there because we wanted to see, I wanted to see Mount Rushmore. Like I, the year before when I did my, well, a year before, was it a year before? Yeah, it's almost a year ago. Yeah, it was a year ago. A year ago when I did my uh, 100th marathon in Vegas. And um, flew to Salt Lake City and went to see, went to Moab and went to see the Arches Natural Park. Mexi wanted to do that. Well, the original plan before I came up with the idea was Mount Rushmore. This time we actually had a race in Mount Rushmore, three and a half there, just to say we did it. It was organized by Vacation Races, which are the people that are going to do the Scion Half Trail Marathon that I got roped into. With my uh, with Enrique because I lost the bet. But anywho, wanted to kind of test the waters how they organize things, so I signed up for that. But anyways, Mount Rushmore, crazy horse. That's what we wanted to do, and we all know they're in the Black Hills. So the thing I was noticing as we were driving from Wyoming to South Dakota, and then we stayed in Spearfish, we stayed in Rapid City, and I'm and that, and those are. You know, cities around the Black Hills. And I'm like, why are you calling them Black Hills? They're not black. If anything, they're like a dark bluish, dark green from afar. Well, if you see them from miles and miles away, they kind of look black. Yeah, no. If you're colorblind, yes, I can see that. No. Terrible. Did the Indians come up with this name? Lakota tribe? Like, who, who came up with this name? Anywho. So, that was my first grief that I want to clarify. But hey, there's what it is. At least they, they were able to tell me why. Unlike the mayor. But anyways. So, we actually... So, we drove through the mountains... Through the Black Hills, actually, uh, to see where the lake was, where uh, National Treasure Two was filmed. Then we also went to there. There's, there was a, a museum, Tatanka, and the story of the buffalo. Um, 
which was actually funded by Kevin Costner because I guess back when he did Dances with Wolves, he wanted to put up a, a hotel there and they wouldn't let him or I don't know what the spiel was. He couldn't do it. But now there is a hotel across the street from the memorial. There's a nice little 10-minute video and Kevin Costner gives like this dreadful speech. Oh, my Lord. But anyways, God, Kevin Costner talking is just... I, I, I would never hire him to do any sort of public speaking. Just just throwing out that there. But anyways, but it was nice. Um, got to learn a lot more about the, the local tribes. We actually drove through Deadwood. And uh, if, you, if you know your map, your maps, your geography, it's kind of like a triangle setup. Carter State Park... It's a little bit at the bottom, the one tip of the triangle. Then you got a little bit to the west, Crazy Horse. And then top of the tip is Mount Rushmore. So a little triangle. So we actually went to see Crazy Horse first, which was kind of, I don't know, it just happened that way. Uh, they didn't know that Crazy Horse was the further further away than... Uh, Mount Rushmore to our initial hotel in Spearfish. Crazy Horse is pretty big. I'm surprised most people don't know what that is. Crazy Horse, it's the biggest man-made carving monument in the world. It's literally the eighth wonder of the world. That's still being worked on. And it's been worked on since... What the 50s and 60s? I don't remember when he said, but basically, right now, you can sort of see the face and part of the upper arm. And they're not even, they haven't even began working on the torso. But, um, Crazy Horse was a tribal chief, kind of like Mexi, your tribal chief. Well, he was their tribal chief, the Lakota tribe, and he fought the Americans. Where the settlers came over and the families of the Indians are the ones that are working on this. And they won't take government money to help finish this. So, yeah, it's going at a slow pace. Um, we asked, well, when it will be finished? And they're like, well, we have a 10-year plan to at least finish like the upper arm and start working on the torso. But probably not in our lifetime. And I'm like, oh, shit. And they even said that the face, like the side of the face, it's so big, you can fit Mount Rushmore in that side of the face. And I'm like, are you fucking kidding me? So then when we got to Mount Rushmore, you don't go up that close to Mount Rushmore. We actually were able to, to take a bus to the base of Crazy Horse. Uh, we go up to Mount Rushmore and you're not that far. I mean, you, you're, you're, you're further away. You're at the amphitheater. You can't get closer. You can't climb up there and tickle the nose. I mean, they had helicopter tours, but I don't even know if the helicopter would go up that close. And on top of that, um, after the whole Kobe Bryant fiasco, I ain't getting no helicopter. Get the fuck out of here. So, yeah. Um, there's that. It, it, Mount Rushmore seemed not as impressive as Crazy Horse. We should have done it backwards. But hey, we didn't know. Now you know. Always go to Mount Rushmore first, people. If you're going to go to um, South Dakota, the Black Hills, 
I would suggest doing Mount Rushmore first, then Crazy Horse. And you can see they have a little, um, they have a little um, model of what it's supposed to look like. And if you stand out, out by the by the welcome center, you can kind of see in the background what it's looking like and what it's supposed to be the finished product. It's actually pretty sweet. It's just a a very 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 big suggestion for you. So just take it for what it's worth. But I would definitely recommend making a trip up there. And it is a little middle of nowhere, which I think is why South Dakota and Wyoming initially made the list. There was like literally nothing around. And my prior experience in South Dakota was driving from Fargo, North Dakota, to Sioux Falls. Just a bunch of nothing around. And upon visiting more the states, <clears throat> a few things changed my mind. So... We do have a new revised list of the five, four states in the U.S., and we will be explaining why. But anyways, that was basically uh, the trip. A lot of running. I saw biggest potato I've ever seen in Idaho. I really love their potatoes. Um, found out why Quad Cities is called Quad, the Quad Cities. That was, uh, eh. I mean, I guess it is four little tiny towns and a little square. Uh, Rock Island, uh, Davenport, Moline. I don't know if it's pronounced Moline. I didn't ask. Illinois and Bessendorf, I think. Illinois, Iowa. I don't fucking, I think it's Iowa. But anyways. <coughs> I've driven past it so many times driving to like Iowa and Wisconsin that, yeah. Um, but anywho, also, uh, <clears throat> like I said, the boots in Cheyenne, we actually were surprised as well that there was a lot of vegan and gluten-free places available to us in those areas. Like we literally ate, I believe there was this nice little, little place in Spearfish, um, South Dakota and Tunis. We ate there like three, four times. Gluten-free, vegan-free, no issues. Now, of course, I had already dealt with this, but the wife did experience some altitude sickness. And it, and it hits you. Everybody's different. It hits you different ways. And she didn't. She had never done it before. I had never experienced it. So she was like, well, what is this? Am I getting sick? Is it something I'm eating? I'm like, no, it's just altitude sickness. That's how it works. I mean, I got it. Mexi gets it, too. Only Mexi has dealt with it before. He knows how to counter it. I think my wife's biggest issue is she eats. She doesn't consume enough calories. And she has a high metabolism. That, that's her biggest thing. <clears throat> but anyways. Also found out that there's a town called Belforche. Which ironically nobody knew in the area that it means beautiful fork. Um, I and, and I was like, why is it a French name? And then I realized, I remembered my teachings from history class that the Louisiana Purchase actually went up as high as the Dakota uh, nations. So, yeah. Belle Forche. 
small tiny town that's actually where one of the races were a little bit outside of uh, the town at the wildlife refuge and um the town is known for it being the center of the nation and i wanted to ask like center of the nation how is that even possible like are you the continental u.s like wouldn't that be in kansas and yes they actually explained it to you it, it used to be in lebanon kansas but they take basically the best way to explain it to people who don't know it's the center of gravity so basically where if you take the u.s and put it on your finger where would your finger be for it to be perfectly balanced on your finger i'm like okay well that makes sense so <clears throat> it used to be lebanon kansas well when you got alaska and hawaii roped in there it changed so now you have to factor in the center of gravity of alaska and the center of gravity of hawaii and do like a three-way um average to get the center of the nation for the u.s so that actually falls 20 miles directly north of belfort south dakota in some random field in the middle of fucking nowhere and i'm like well who owns the field can we go see it I'm like yeah you'll see a little tiny little flag i'm like yeah, but, I mean, early, well, we're the closest town to it, and with the average degree of uh, error being, like, about 10, 10, 20 miles, it's literally here. And then, so they had this little monument on the ground in the middle of a park in Belfourche. Yeah, we're the center of the nation. I'm like, eh, yeah, but you're not. 20 miles north. So, you can spit it however you want, but you're not. Um, <clears throat> also, another sidebar before we go off into our five, four states updated list. It was my first time running the mainly marathons that have like all those series of six and six days all around the country. Um, yeah. Found out the hard way that are not uh, Boston qualifiers. One, two, they don't actually time you. There's no chips involved in timing you during the race. They put elastic bands around your wrists every every time you do a lap. And I'm like, are you fucking kidding me? On top of that, the regular court cutters were there. And I actually uh, witnessed... And took photos of two people cutting the course. And there were two people showing up not at the time you're supposed to show up. So I'm like, okay, so let me show up. But the race is supposed to start early start at 6. Which, again, how is there more people at the early start than at the actual start of the race? There's no way you all are this low. Number two, race starts at seven. People are showing up at like nine. I'm sorry, you had a hard time finding this? And I can't believe I'm going to say this. The lady that actually gave me the idea for salt tablets, that she was at the uh, New England Challenge. I finally recognized her after the New England Challenge. Yes, she's the one that was helping What's-His-Face, Larry Macon, cut the course. 
Larry Macon, oh yeah, he's got heart problems. He don't race anymore. That's what they say. Yeah, heart problems. How are you running this many marathons and have these many records but you have heart problems? You're obviously not running them. And two, yeah, you're getting caught, so now you stop running. Anywho, so yeah, she was there helping and cutting and then yada, yada, yada. And then they, I don't even see where, that's the other thing. It's like, I think the first one I did in Wyoming, Sundance, Wyoming, I, I start my GPS right at the same time as they tell us to go. Finish, and I'm short by like a few, a few, a few feet. I, I walk back to my car. Oh, now I'm at the distance I'm supposed to be. I'm like, what the fuck is this? They don't account for the fact that you don't run. Yeah, oh, you're supposed to go around here. You're supposed to go through here. Yeah, but people cut the corner pretty loosely, goosely. So, yeah, there's that. You got to kind of account for the deviation. On the second one I did, the one at Belfort, that one I was over. I'm like, wait a minute. I did the math. I'm like, if every lap is this distance, multiply that by the amount of laps you're telling me because there was on the website it said you're supposed to do 12 laps. We get there, you're supposed to do 14. I'm like, wait, what? But if it's this distance, I actually did a calculation. I'm like, all right, there is this. There and back, it's like 1.7. You should not be doing that many laps. Like, I finished the race, I was over. I'm like, yeah, no. First and last time doing mainly marathons. The medals are okay, but unless you're doing the whole series, it's kind of pointless because they give you an overall medal and then you hang the little different states below them of the ones you did of the series. And then you get a special little bonus plaque at the bottom to hang with the year for (coughs) the... um, for doing the whole series. I'm like, yeah, I mean, for 140 bucks a pop? No. No, thank you. I mean, even Bear Lake has a better setup. But they're also, they're like 150, 160 per race. Like, get the fuck out of here. I'd rather do Jackson Hole and Cheyenne any other week, which I got I knocked those off as well. So now Wyoming just jumped up the list of states, a states I visited the most, and states uh, I've actually done races in. It bumped up there. Boom. So <clears throat> yeah. Well, 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 anyways, so South Dakota, Wyoming. Before we get to that sorry we went we've gone on a lot of tangents it's been two weeks a lot of thoughts on my mind i want to talk about forgot to give a shout out to our sponsors hand and still massage makes you just got one after the races well, well needed go anywhere in columbus black lake dublin polaris new albany hilliard anywhere in the u.s use promo code Mexi save on your massage or your membership additional perks not included Hennessy Massage, proud sponsor of the Mixing My Mind podcast. As a Super Studios 253, join now. Use promo code Mexi. 
Save on your fall classes. Super Studios 253, proud sponsor of the Mixing by Madness podcast. American National. Join now. Save on your bundling. Get your umbrella policy. I actually have a client right now who is still treating 150K plus in bills. They're only getting 25 because that's the state, uh, the minimum limits in Ohio. Raise your limits, people. Home, auto, life, umbrella. Make Just because your home and your auto are bundled does not mean you have an umbrella. Ask your agent for an umbrella. Give my man Raymo a call. Use promo code MIXI. Save on your bundling. American National, proud sponsor of the Mixing My Matters podcast. And the Green Tender. Join now, greentender.com. Get your cleanse on for the fall. Use promo code MEXI. Save on your first cleanse. Green Tender, proud sponsor of the Mexican Madness Podcast. But anyways, like I was saying, South Dakota and Wyoming off the list. Now we have gotten fond of these two states somewhat. Some, somewhat more than before can't believe it was the time I said I would never run a race in Wyoming now I've done like four or five but hey it is what it is so they're off Wisconsin and Nebraska stayed I'm sorry Nebraska but you have the same problem as Wyoming and South Dakota with on top of that nothing nothing to do been to Lincoln, eh. Been to Omaha. I mean, that's about the only decent place. Somewhat. You still only have one fucking freeway to cross the fucking state. So it takes forever to go places. You're in Tornado Alley. No, Nebraska, just, I can't. There's a lot of nowhere as well. We, we almost cut through Nebraska because that was a way... Uh, there was an accident on the freeway. You could have actually cut through Nebraska to get back to Wyoming and Denver and uh, Colorado. So, yeah, Nebraska, you're still on the list. You're probably the last place, to be honest. Wisconsin, still on the list. Sorry. I was like, when, when, you, when you have Green Bay Packers as one of your sports teams... And you're obsessed with cheese, and uh, you don't sell alcohol past nine, regardless of where things are. No, no. Sorry, Wisconsin. I just can't. No. I think the alcohol thing is what gets me the most. Like, I can't buy alcohol past nine. What if I got an accident? What if I needed some rubbing alcohol? I can't buy that after nine. Supposed to go get beer at a bar? No, no. Terrible. Nothing to do in Wisconsin, too. I mean, I've been to Milwaukee, I've been to Madison, Watoma. <clears throat> I mean, the jailbreak marathon was literally to fund the canine unit of the local sheriffs. And I'm like, you need a race to get funding? What? No, no, no. I mean, no. Whatevs. So, yeah, they're definitely on there. Nebraska, Wisconsin, definitely on there. Arkansas has actually come off the list as well. Uh, <coughs> and been replaced by Mississippi. No. We don't know yet. Mississippi is probably 
we'll have to. We're going back to Mississippi at the end of the year. So again, because we've been to Tupelo and eh, I've been to like the outskirts of Memphis and eh, I've been to Biloxi, passing through. I mean, we're going back to Biloxi, passing through in December. So we'll see if that changes anything. But Mississippi, I mean. You're kind of like just there And like no Like you're always roped in like the worst states The most poor states The states with the most unemployment Like I just I, I can kind of see why Although I love saying the name And it's part of one of my favorite movie quotes From Ocean's The Ocean's 11 uh, trilogy I mean but yeah you're in there Sorry Mississippi, Nebraska, Wisconsin Gotta throw Indiana in there now Because aside from Indianapolis There's literally I never say Oh let me go to Indiana I always go through You're not the crossroads of America You literally are in the way So Indiana's in there Um Yep Nebraska, Wisconsin, Indiana Mississippi And I can't remember who the other state was that I had in there. Wisconsin. <clears throat> Excuse me. Oh, how can I forget? Idaho. Yes. Even though you're obsessed with your potatoes. No. I, I, I forgot to mention. One of the things I found out about Idaho is that even though it looks like a giant turd coming out of the anus of Canada... The tip that goes up in between Washington and Montana. Yeah, that is actually that is uh that tip is Pacific time, the rest of it is mountain time. Actually, I take that back. We're gonna like I said, new new revisited list. We're actually gonna take Mississippi off of it because I feel bad putting Mississippi in there. And I forgot that Montana. Oh, yes, Montana. Oh, really nothing to do with Montana. And it's altitude. Yeah, no. So, to wrap it up, Indiana, Wisconsin, Montana, Idaho, Nebraska. Five worst states in the U.S. that Mexis visited. Well, that's it for this week. Hope you enjoyed the podcast. Uh, this is the last episode of September. We actually have more listeners now than we did all last year, and we still have three more months. I mean, I could not record another podcast for the rest of the year and have more listeners, but I won't do that to you guys because you guys, you know, the avid listeners, you know, you guys grow, grow antsy. But thank you for listening. And once again, as always, all the episodes are on iTunes and SoundCloud. Uh, hit us up, rate, review, subscribe to the podcast. Uh, Hit us up on social media, Facebook, Twitter, Snapchat, YouTube, you know the deal. And as always, remember, people, whether it's a Mexican, there's a way. Until next time.